Well, hi there. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Thanks Welcome for tuning back. in this month. This mu- It's been a whole month a whole since you've month. seen us last. I can't believe it. We've missed you so much. And welcome back to And That's That on That, a monthly podcast that no one asked for. But here it is anyways. But we're here anyways, and so are you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We've got a special show for you. Yes, we do. A very special show. You know why? Because we don't have a guest on today. You just get us. (laughs) You just get Haley and myself, and we thought it would be a good idea to, you know, introduce ourselves a little bit more. We've gotten to talk to a lot of really cool people so far, and um, I felt left out. Yeah, we felt like we felt like you guys kind of needed to get to know us a little more, even though no one no one asked for it. No one asked for that, but we we thought you know what of this podcast. No one asked for it. No one asked for anything that we're doing, but we're doing it because we want to do it, and we're glad that you like it. So moral of the story: that's it. Do what makes you happy, and what makes us happy is giving you guys a little episode of just how we got to know each other, who we are, a little bit more about us, and make you guys a little bit more um, informed about who we are. Absolutely. So today we've got a pit and peek for y'all. It's a wild ride. And then we've got questions from you guys, actually. Uh, Thanks for sending in your questions on Instagram. We're going to answer a few of them today. And then we have a crazy story for y'all. Wild. It's wild. So go to a sidekick. There's a lot of things that happen. You (laughs) don't want to miss the story. That's at the end. Um, and we've got, you know, you'll get to know us a little bit more throughout this. So so buckle up, get ready, and um, happy April happy Fools. Happy April Fools Day. We're not going to fool you in any way today. I thought no. about maybe like... I did too. Saying like, this is our last show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to do that though. So I, th- I thought about saying, oh yeah, we got a great guest. Psych. April <laughs> Fools. We don't. It's just uh, us. Anyway, it's just us, so let's get ready for episode number four. Let's go. It's been a great month. I feel like March was pretty decent for the most part. I hope you guys had a nice a nice month in March. March is a crazy month for me just because basically everyone in my family's birthdays are in March and yeah, so oh, lots really? of yeah. You've got a lot of Aries, a lot of Aries in your family. Yes, and you're a Gemini. I'm a Gemini, yeah. Gemini Aries compatibility. What's that like? <laughs> Let's not go down that road. <laughs> um, that's a little triggering for me. Um, no, we'll we'll touch on that later. We should go through like a whole zodiac thing because we're a little bit obsessed with it. And if you guys know us, I am I'm like an astrologer at this point. She is. You should have your own like astrology, astrology podcast. podcast. Scorpio today. Scorpio today. <laughs> a, a podcast, daily podcast. <laughs> Can you tell we listen to a lot of podcasts? <laughs> I don't actually. Oh. I actually don't listen Fake. to podcasts. I don't. And that's why I was like the I, the only experience I have with podcasts is producing them. I've been a part of a couple different podcasts that I won't name on the show for privacy reasons. Um, but I've worked very hard on a couple shows that you know. It was fun to make. I got a lot of experience, um, got to learn how to do this whole thing. And I've always wanted to have my own. But And all have, of your experience is paying off for this really one. It really is for this one right here. I Honestly, I didn't think that I would actually do it, but I'm glad we're doing it. I'm so glad we're doing it. I look forward to this every month. I do too. I hope you guys do too. It's, I mean, and eventually we've said this a million times, but like <laughs> we really will have this be a weekly thing. Pinky I think, promise. Honestly, I kind of like the um, the anticipation the we build every month. <laughs> I like it. I don't know if I want to stop it. I know. Um, but let's just dive right into it. I hate that phrase so much. I say it. Jump. Let's jump let's into jump it. Let's jump into this. Let's, let's hop let's into Let's hop it. onto this let's live. <laughs> If you have a beverage nearby, a liquid beverage refreshment, join us because we're going to pop um, a little bottle of red wine and Gavin's got a beer. I got and a beer. A we're going <laughs> to, so men, <laughs> I got a beer. 
This is really Gavin off brand for me. I don't drink really. But, but tonight I, we're gonna we're gonna have a little drink and get yeah. our get our interview for each other going. And on that note. And on that note, should I do my little wine cork? Yeah, pour? let's hear it. Woo! There it is. That was a close one. That, that was good. Spilled. Ooh, listen, let's. Oh, this is about to be a good episode. Get some wine and hey, look at that pour. That was good. It was a great pour. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Let's do a little clink. Ooh, that was good. Okay. Okay. So let's jump in. Let's kick it off with Pit and Pete. Your favorite segment is back. Your favorite segment. Say it with me. Pit and peak, a monthly pit and peak. A monthly pick it, pick a peak. Pick it, pick a your pick and peak. Monthly pit and peak. Gavin, yes. kick I'm it off. Kick it off. Let's go. All right, let's start with the pit. Um, I'm always bad at this because you know I really just try and see the best in every situation. Um, but. This pit was specifically shitty today. You know when you just have, you wake up and it's just like the first five minutes of the, of the day are just like complete mess. chaos. That was me this morning. I I don't know if you guys are ready for this. Are you ready? I'm on the edge <laughs> of my seat. <laughs> so I wake up this morning to some dings on my phone, right? I normally sleep with my phone on silent, but I forgot to turn it off last night. So that woke me up like panicked already because mm-hmm. like I hate that sound. Yeah. Waking up to that right in my ear. Hate it. Never a good thing. And um, I like to be woken up peacefully, you know, by a nice harp <laughs> or some Are sort of Are you talking nice... about the apple? Yes, like... the apple harp. Oh, I love it. Um, Or like something, just like something that's going to start your day. You wake up and you're just like, yeah. Like, it's going to be a good day today. Let's go. It's a good day. Um, I haven't had one of those in a while. (laughs) It's been a minute. But this morning, I woke up, first of all, with a bloody nose. Bloody. Blood. (laughs) (laughs) A bloody nose. I never get bloody noses. I don't know what happened. I think. It's just one of those days. I've just been under a lot of stress. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, yeah, somehow it. Yeah. So I woke up to a murder scene on my face and in the bed sheets that I was sleeping in. Mind you, I'm house sitting. Okay. Like these are not your sheets. These are not my sheets to bleed in. And um she even told me the the my friend McKenna, shout out, hey. Um (laughs) she told me she was all excited she got new bedding and like some new furniture and stuff, and here I come. Just Hurricane Gavin, like, <laughs> ruining everything. Um, but, yeah, so woke up with the bloody nose. Got a little bit on the bed. Nothing too crazy, but, like, enough for me to be, like, <gasps> and Panicked. then take it. And then I try and take it downstairs to the um, the laundry mat, if you will, the washer and dryer in the apartment complex. The unit washer and dryer. <laughs> There's one for the for 20 apartments, I think, in that place. Anyways. Wow. Welcome so, to LA. Yeah. So I'm bringing it downstairs and I'm like carrying all of this, uh, all of this stuff. And then this woman is walking out of the <laughs> the laundry room as I'm trying to walk in. And that's my sign that there's someone using the washer. It's occupied it's already. Occupied. And she walked out and gave me that look like, ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I ran it back upstairs and basically threw it in the bath, uh, put some soap in there and just started scrubbing <laughs> away. And um, I think it worked. Um, Good. I, I hung dry it and I like squeegeed it out. Like I like twisted it up, you know? Wow. Like hung it around like the, what's it called? Uh, shower curtain shower. pole. Yeah. Put it over there, squeegeed it out. I mean, I felt like I was living in the 1700s. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I got the blood out, but that's not where the story ends. Uh-oh. That's where it's only beginning. Oh, my God. Uh, so, basically, whilst going into the bathroom to clean this sheet, I notice a pee stain on the rug that was just freshly washed. A pee stain from the dog I'm also babysitting or pet sitting. And 
There's a lot to say. I'm doing really well, you guys. I never can tell a story this, this well. This is like, real. Congrats. This I is awesome. Even, I thank you. Anyways, <laughs> little victories. I had everything perfect for my counter to come home and, just, you know, she's been away. Her home is going to be all nice and clean. She texted me basically. Those two dings that I heard when I woke up were from her saying she's going to be home in f- 30, 40 minutes from the airport. I planned on waking up earlier that day. However... Did not set my alarm. So I notice this pee stain. I go into the bathroom. I freak out because I'm like, oh my God, I just cleaned this bathroom and there's pee. So I go and try and clean up the pee from the floor, from the rug. I use like a paper towel or whatever. Put that paper towel in the toilet to flush because it's gross. I'm not going to put it in the trash can. Yeah. The toilet overflowed like... When I say overflow, I don't mean like just filled up all the way. I mean like right. water was just coming out everywhere. Oh my God, I'd be flipping out. Thankfully, there was only that toilet paper or that uh, paper <laughs> towel with the pee on it. Otherwise, that would have been a very, very messy situation. Yeah. Um, but we did it. We cleaned it up. You did it. You got through it. McKenna came home. Everything was spotless. I was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. (laughs) And uh, yeah, but alas, I did it. So if you guys think you can't do anything. You can. You can do whatever you set your mind to. We can do hard things. But I told her that I was so sorry about the mishap um and that was that so and that was that and that's your pit that was my pit i mean it's kind of like it sounds funny but like in the moment i was genuinely just panicked because i i hate letting people down yeah as especially we when you're house sitting for like your really good friend like you want to take care of their things yeah and i i mean and a you little, usually do i usually do but today Today was just a bad day. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. To make a long story short, (laughs) uh, that was my pit. My peak, um, I will say, I got to go back into the studio. I don't know if you guys listened to our first episode, but we had a guest by the name of Ray Dalton, um, a close friend of mine and incredible singer-songwriter. We got to jam out in the studio and work on some songs. Uh, for his upcoming projects and as well as some other things. So that was very exciting to be in the studio for the first time in probably 13 months. I feel like it's been that long. So yeah, um, that was really great. I'm going to the studio tomorrow to finish up my songs. So good things are happening. I just feel like it's a good, uh, you know, we're at a good point in this, in the pandemic, I think. Like, obviously it's not over but like i do see the light and i think things are you know they're getting there so they are it's definitely a peak for the month it's uh put me in a good spot but what's up with you Haley? you know not too much uh my peak for the month is that um one of my favorite like feelings is like having a full month of plans to look forward to. I don't know about you guys, but I like need something to look forward to at the end of my weeks or like something to look for, something like traveling, seeing friends, seeing family or whatever. Like I need something to look forward to. And um, this month I actually got to go see my family in Arizona. I got to go see my brother and my soon-to-be uh, sister-in-law. Shout out Matt and Taylor. I got to Hello. go see <laughs> them out. in Scottsdale. So I got to go to a real live baseball game and see my brother Matt. Did you have a hot dog? Play. <laughs> no, I. but I did have like a beer. Like I had okay. a beer in hand at Were they a baseball food? game. Uh, or was it just, just it was. I think it was just beverages they had like snacks like when you go through the player entrance they have like free snacks and meals and stuff so i just had those but like for the normal people i think so i think they did (laughs) i think they did yeah we can't all have a brother that's uh, in major league baseball i know i'm like oh i didn't pay attention i don't know no um but yeah i i actually got to go to a baseball game in person and it was so nice and I got to see some extended family um I feel like I took that for granted before COVID like 
being able to see family and extended family like my grandma and grandpa and everything was awesome and then got to see um matt taylor and if you guys want to know how uh baseball season was uh during covid and everything before all of this you can check out yeah you can check out episode two that we did with my brother um, and he talks all about it. So uh, episode two will give you, oh my gosh, so much stuff that I didn't even know. But um, did you know at that point if they were going back to spring training for sure? No, we didn't. And all, we only had an idea that like maybe they would have like a certain capacity limit, but they actually did it very safe. I was very impressed. They, everyone had to wear masks and also all the seats were separated like over six feet apart. Like you could, there were two seats and then everyone else was blocked off. So it was very, um, it was very safe and I felt very safe. Um, and then after that, I got to go to Big Bear um, and go skiing. The Big B. The Big B and stay um, at a nice cabin and uh, went with my friend Megan. Shout out, Megan. And it was so much fun. Such a fun weekend. And don't worry, I got COVID tested before I went anywhere. So We're some of the safest people you've, you've ever met. We're being very, very safe. And very we got our Fauci ouchies today. We got our today. Fauci ouchies today. We got our vaccines, guys. We got our first dose of we the vaccine. We got microchip implanted <laughs> and we get the next activation shot in and then a few we'll weeks. be fully microchipped i can't wait i can't oh wait God. it pays gavin and i are both auto immune like yes. we're immunocompromised so it pays this is the one time it pays off yeah. to have an autoimmune condition <laughs> so we, Mine, yeah. we have one half of our vaccine so that's a that's also another peak it is happened. a peak that's definitely a peak i'm that very happy peak. and somewhat relieved i feel like obviously we know vaccines aren't a cure-all because i used to get the flu vaccine and some tmi i guess but i no longer get the flu shot i will go out Did and it make say you on sick? record um yes i actually because uh if you didn't know this i had a kidney transplant um very young and so my whole life i've kind of had to be careful with certain things that i put in my body when it comes to medications and all. Um, So I used to get the flu shot and was very religious about like every single vaccination I should get. Um, But then for some reason, every single year that I would get the flu vaccine, I started getting the flu like every year. Um, So then when I stopped getting the flu vaccine, I haven't gotten the flu since. Interesting. So yeah, I it's don't... so weird. It affects people so differently. But that's the flu shot. It's much different than the COVID vaccine. Correct. So I'm just saying that, you know, I'm not against vaccines yeah. whatsoever. But it was really, you know, it's a great thing to to have on board, especially for, you know, people like Haley and myself with compromised immune systems. And yes. yeah, it's important to stay safe and, you know. Get the world back to normal. Get the world back to where it should be at. Correct. Okay. And then my pit. So some of you guys know that I have a dog named Kona. It's fun fact. It's actually my brother's dog, but um, Kona lives with my parents. (laughs) Well, because Matt travels so much that uh, Kona lives here full time, but we are building a pool in the backyard. And so there's a bunch of construction going on. There's a giant hole in the backyard and we want Kona to be safe and we don't want him to fall or get hurt by anything. So sweet, sweet Kona is staying at my uncle's house now and he'll be there for the entirety of the building of the pool, which will probably be like three or four months. And I miss him so much. I forget that he's gone and I'll like wake up to go take him on a walk and I'll I'll walk downstairs and be like, Kona. That's so sad. It's so sad. Or I'll I'll come home from like running an errand or something and I'll walk in the door and be like, Connie, where's my and I'm like, oh, oh his no. bed's not even here. He's gone, and that's so sad. It's so but sad. At least he's still with us. He's just not. He's still with us, physically present. Exactly. He. But when I did leave him, when my dad took him away to go, I cried. I would. I don't. I don't. I'd cry be a so lot, pissed if and like, I cried. Yeah. I saw his bowl when I came home. Oh my god. And I, I saw my, I saw his bowl on the floor and I was like, dad, you forgot his bowl. And he was like, oh, I know. I'm sorry. I forgot. But they have bowls there. And I just 
cried. I was, I was like, like, no, he has to have was, that bowl. <laughs> I was like, he needs his bowl. <laughs> oh my God. But I got really sad. I was like, oh my gosh, I miss him. I miss him a lot, but he'll I be back. I never understood like pet owners and all of that because until now I had dogs growing up, but they're always like family dogs. And like, yeah, you know, we have Ruby still, but she's, yeah. She doesn't live with you guys either. No, she doesn't live with us anymore, but she lives with my grandparents. So I get to see her all the time, but she's getting old, dude. It's It's crazy. sad. I seriously took for granted all the walks that we had and all all the days. Ever since I like got to spend more time with him i'm just like i didn't realize how attached i was and i like i took him to all his vet appointments i yeah, took him to on did. all his walks i fed him his you know his dinner and it snacks becomes a routine like it every day. literally was like i my entire routine is thrown off because, totally. because he's not here my cat oh my god binks i know i was like if we had kona here we would do dog asmr like right. you did with <laughs> binks with when binks. you did cat asmr but he's not here but he'll be back he actually might not be back because he might go live with my brother Matt? yeah he might go live with my brother after we don't well, know but i love that that baby that pup. so he's a good pup so yeah that's my pit that i miss him but hopefully so, i'll see him again soon that is a pity pit yeah all right so that concludes pit and that's peak. this week's this month's pit and peak i'm gonna say <laughs> this know. week's pit and peak for the rest of this show it rhymes. this week's pit it and peak it rhymes um I, I encourage every one of you to do a pit and peek daily. It's the best. I've actually had a few friends that listen to the podcast and now do a daily. It's so pit important. And peek. It's, it's so fun. One of the many important things I've learned in therapy over the <laughs> last twenty years of my life. Therapy's um, <laughs> great, guys. Therapy's great. No, but I making a gratitude list every day of just something that you're grateful for, even if it's just like two to three things you can even get if it it's like five coffee yeah and little little things sunshine <laughs> i try and do it every day i don't always do it but i know, like when i get into that routine of writing down something i'm grateful for something i'm not so grateful for yeah. just kind of like having it out it does something with your brain that just like makes i don't know it makes processing changes things. your perspective yeah it makes it easier uh, you, to you come from a, a place of gratefulness and realizing what you have rather than realizing what you don't have exactly and that's the mindset that we all need yes and that was therapy from gavin and Haley. <laughs> that's a summary of therapy you guys don't need therapy anymore you of us yeah exactly <laughs> you can find us on better help <laughs> shout out better help if you want to sponsor us yeah if you want we're here i'll be a therapist for better help oh i feel like gosh. we'd be great anyways <laughs> So then that brings us into our next segment, if you will. Uh, We decided to post a story on our Instagram, um, just asking if you guys wanted to get to know us a bit better. And uh, you asked some questions. You did. And we actually haven't looked at them yet right until now to see what you guys... We wanted them fresh. ...wanted to know. So... Let's pull it up. Let's see. Um, pull it up, pull we, it up. <laughs> as Rihanna once said. No, that's pour it up. Just kidding. Oh. Um, right. Yeah. So the uh, we got this one a few times, and it's, how did you guys become such good friends? How do you know, though? <laughs> We're actually enemies. This is all It's a, a facade. facade. It's <laughs> completely fake, but thanks for believing it. No, um... How did we become such good friends? I feel like it's a long, long story, but we can let's, condense it. Let's condense. More make it more digestible. Sure. <laughs> so, okay. Um, it started in about we determined like the end of 2011 or the beginning of 2012. Something Sometime like around that. There. We're not exactly sure yet, but you know, time, what is time? Time is relevant. Um, so technically we've been friends for almost 10 years, which is insane. Decade. Yeah. And, um, they say if you have a friend for more than, what is it? Six or seven years, like you'll be friends with them your whole life. Ooh, we made it past. We made it past. We made it past the seven year mark. I think that's what it is. I saw, I saw something about that. We should have like an anniversary. We should like pick a day to have an anniversary. <laughs> Every year. I love that. 
Um, but yeah, so we met at um, OC Hit Factory uh, in Orange County, where we both grew up. Shout out Thomas Barceau. If you don't know what OC Hit Factory is, basically it's a um, songwriting camp and development label, record label, if you will, um, yeah. that was founded in Orange County. And Haley and I were like the first people ever to go. Yep. It's become... The OGs. Yeah, it's become quite a big thing uh, down in Orange County and it's awesome to see that blow up. Yeah. But when, when we were a part of it, it was just this very small, um, you know, intimate like songwriting camp and we got to... It was literally in a garage. Yeah, at his <laughs> house at first. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we got to write songs, like really learn how to write music. And it was like our first time really working on our music career and the first time I ever got in a recording booth the first time I ever started songwriting so when we were both there we were working on writing songs for our own EPs to put out um so young (laughs) so young I was oh gosh I think I was like 15 I was probably 12 at that time (laughs) that's so crazy um so we both started writing music there and we weren't insanely close when we were both at the songwriting camps. We kind of were just like acquaintances, friends, like kind of knew of each other because it was, it, it slowly just started to get bigger and there were more people. So we kind of just did our own thing. But then um, around 2013, when I graduated high school, um, I think you posted something on Instagram about mental health awareness or something you were doing for mental health at that time. And I happened to be going through a lot of stuff at that time. It's kind of a dark, lonely time for me in my life. And I remember seeing you post that. So I would, I, I think I reached out to you and was like, Hey, like I'm, I'm going through some of the same things. Like let's hang out. Um, and you were like, Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. And then we started doing like, we would go to the beach like late at night and just talk or we would go on long drives or, you know, I hop (laughs) a lot of breakfast dates together and just kind of talked. And like, you were really there for me in a, in a low time. And then I was also there for you. And we kind of just bonded over what we were going through at the time. And ever since then, we've just kind of been each other's person. For sure. I'm so glad that I posted whatever I did. I honestly don't remember what it was, but like, I do remember at that time, I was so hesitant about posting anything mental health related just because it was still a very new conversation. Um, I feel like there was such a stigma about it. People didn't really like understand, you know, that it was a real thing. I think with the... I think um, a lot of like during that time, uh, there was a lot of like bullying awareness that was popping up. And so that kind of started, I think, the conversation deeper into mental health as well. That was one of the, I think, the beginning factors of that. So it was that was kind of a time where I wanted to, you know, I've dealt with mental health. uh, I don't want to say issues, but um, you struggled struggled with. with mental health things since I was young, and so like that was something I wanted to be open about since I wrote it about it in my music. Uh, you know, just being genuine, I wanted to be open about it, and so I'm glad I did post something because that, you know, that may have started our relationship. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like I didn't have anyone at that time that could relate. You know, like right. no one else talked about it about what they were, if they were struggling with their mental health. And I felt comfortable, you know, going to you because you were going through it too. And then we just kind of bonded over, you know, being there for each other. And you became my best friend. We became best friends. And then you left and you moved to Nashville. (laughs) Yeah. It was right when we got super close. I uh, left to college and, uh, but you did come and, uh, see me and I did you and actually I surprised you yes that was literally like we were super close um we still are but like we were One really my favorite memories close at that time and you had you came and surprised me in Nashville and I thought that you were one of our friends, I, I, you were like kind of hiding in the back hiding seat. in the back of the car. Yeah. My friend had picked me up to go to some sorority event and 
Gavin was like crouched down in the back seat, but I thought we had a we had a guy friend Luke at the same uh, at that time who was like such a prankster and was always just like being silly and whatnot and silly goose. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought it was him, and so I get in the car and I'm like, Luke, get up! What are you doing? Are you trying to scare me? And then out pops Gavin. It's me. And I was like, boo! And, she and was it was like, what? Yeah. I lost it and then it's just um, the last thing you would expect just because we're so far away from each other that's why i was so excited because i had contacted a couple of her friends and i was like i really want to surprise Haley, um and but i don't know how to pull this off can you guys help and one of her friends did and it was great and it worked out and then we ended up Getting a hotel at the Lowe's Vanderbilt, which is just a hotel in downtown. It's so nice. So nice. But the thing was, like, my mom and I, my mom came with me. I was probably 15 or 16 at the time. Um, Wasn't allowed to fly by myself yet. And so we, we got this hotel at the Lowe's somehow maybe racked up some points at at some point just because I had gone there a couple times for music related stuff and stayed there and um so they were like well there's you know a convention in town all of our rooms are booked but we do have the presidential suite available and we can price match that for you if you'd be interested and my mom and I are like uh yeah I literally went from being in a college dorm to the presidential suite at the Lowe's Vanderbilt. And I was like, wow, this is the best. It was just like the best night. Everything worked out so great. We dyed my hair purple. Oh my God. We stayed in the same room as As One One Direction. Direction. We were freaking out about it. It was just a great night. That was like peak One Direction time. And we were like, this is where Harry Styles stayed. But basically that's kind of how we became very close friends. I just kept coming out to Nashville. I flew out there probably a hundred times <laughs> and you know, we, that's how you maintain a friendship. You, yeah. You go the extra mile. <laughs> and then after college, obviously we stayed very close through college and then I moved back to California and, um, got my job in LA and moved out there and Gavin was out there as well. So we, just picked up, you know, right where we left off and we've just been each other's person for 10 years, 10 whole years, 10 whole years. And then we said, we're going to start a podcast because why not? (laughs) And so here we are. So that's that. That's that on that. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Next question. Next question. Let me look. Okay. So how did you get into music slash where you are today? Okay. That's a loaded question. That is a loaded question. Let's try and make it short. I feel like we did a decent job at that last question because there was a lot. Yeah, we wrapped Um, it up. Nice little bow on it. Let's do it again. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to start this one? Yeah, I'll start. So my mom is a singer as well. And um, she she started singing um, in school. And then she actually got to go like sing for the Pope at the Vatican. It was crazy. I had no idea about that. Yeah. So she got to do that. And then she started doing like weddings and singing at weddings and stuff like before I was born. And, uh, she and I would, she's the reason that I started like singing and getting into music because she would play like the Dixie Chicks, Martina McBride, Shania Twain in the car and all these powerhouse like singers like Kelly Clarkson, Whitney Houston, like all these, all these insane women vocalists. And I immediately was like, that's, I can do this. Like I, I, I want to do, that's what I want to do. And so my mom bought me a karaoke machine and I, I literally did not leave that thing alone to the point where my neighbors would come over and be like, I can hear you. And I was like, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But I also was like, nah, I don't care. And, uh, so then I started kind of really taking it seriously. I auditioned for like American Idol and X Factor and all in the voice and all these different things. And I always made it to like the producer round, like Mm -hmm. right before it goes to live shows, I always made it to the producer round. Um, but you know what? You get told a million no's before you hear a yes. And then it's very true. Yeah. And so I didn't know it at the time. I was heartbroken, but I didn't give up. And I went to OC Hit Factory and that's where I met you. And I started songwriting. And that's when I was like, okay, I can really like be the artist I want to be. And that was always like 
craft the songs you yeah. want to craft for sure. And when you start songwriting, you really actually do figure out where you fit and what what your vibe is, what your brand is. And I always just wanted to be like a powerhouse singer. You are. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to do big ballads and I, I wrote a few of those and I was like, this is this is really cool. So and then I ended up putting out my own album of all original music in when I was eighteen. So it was twenty third or 2014 or something like that. Dig Deep Dig is deep. what it was called. The very famous EP. <laughs> and so I put out that music and I was kind of just like, I just, I, I just want to sing. And I, I continue to sing and I dabble in songwriting. And um, yeah, that's kind of how I got into music and got to where I was today. And you would play, you would sing the national anthem at oh, like your yeah. brother's baseball games. I sang the national anthem at every single one of my high school's basketball games. No way. In my cheer uniform. Like they oh, would pull God. me from the, they, they, they would come up and be like, we like really need you to sing it. And they would pull me from like the cheer sideline and, and I would have to walk up and like, sing and then go right back to cheering and then uh when my brother played at Cal State Fullerton I would sing the national anthem there as well so I kind of just I was starting to get known as like the singer and yeah I mean music is everything to it always will be everything to me and yeah I love to sing and that's kind of how I got into it it's just from my passion of singing really also, one of the things that bringing it back to your mom, one of the coolest things that I saw was when you guys got to go in the studio together oh, yeah. and record. Which song was it? Okay, so it was like a mother-daughter song. And gosh, I, I bet you my dad still has it. Oh, for but sure. They, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. They actually, we had one songwriting camp where the moms, like the parents got to actually like get in the studio and record it because so they cool. knew that my mom sang and so they wrote this song all together about um like a mother-daughter relationship and I didn't know that my mom was singing it and then they recorded it and I they were like oh we want to play it for everyone and so we get in the studio and we're all sitting outside like on the couch and um they play it and it's my mom singing about like a mother-daughter relationship and I just started so cool bawling crying it's the coolest song ever but it was very nice to share like that music moment with my mom and yeah I love it I love it um how Gavin how did you get into music uh another loaded question well I started very very young I've always had you know the dream and ambition to want to perform i've just always loved being the center of attention <laughs> he's a gemini hey it's true <laughs> um mostly just like i loved the feeling i would get whenever i would get to like perform in front of people i would always yeah. put on shows for my family like very young and built like a stage in my garage to like put on these shows. <laughs> I did that in the hospital growing up when I was really sick and just always had these, you know, like instruments given to me. And that was kind of what I did growing up when I uh, had a kidney transplant was really sick growing up. Um, that was kind of my distraction. And I think that probably rooted the love of music that I have today. Um, yeah. I don't know if there was ever a moment where I was like, I want to do this forever. Um, like this is my life this is my career. I just think it's always been a part of me and it was just kind of no question. Like this is some, this is what I'm going to do. It's like you do it and you're like, Oh, this is, this is going to be my career. Yeah. This there is was forever. just no question. It was yeah. just like, I'm just going to continue to do this until it, takes off and didn't you play music in the hospital for like the, yeah. nur the nurses and yeah. stuff it's so awesome shows, with like, your ukulele four-year-old with like a ukulele <laughs> and whatever and like seeing these made-up songs that i would make up on the spot probably horrible but i mean my imagination was just and still is is just like was crazy so a performer at the age of four <laughs> and so you know I obviously my mom my parents saw my love for that and wanted to get me into 
you know, acting or singing lessons or whatever. And so um, I never actually got singing lessons, but I went into, you know, these like performing classes and stuff like yeah. that just to like keep me busy. And um, that was fun, like musical theater things I got to do very young. So started with that. And then my cousins, um, they play music for the church. And so I got into that. By probably like seven, eight years old, I would start singing like background vocals <laughs> while they would lead worship at church. Didn't you like go overboard with ad libs? Oh, for sure. On, at, at, like on stage at. Absolutely. They would have to turn my microphone down. <laughs> That's <laughs> when you know you're like, I want center I'm, stage. <laughs> yeah. They would, they would pull me aside after and they'd be like, Gavin, like, we love your voice and you're incredible, but like, you're a background singer today. <laughs> so so you have to just take it down a notch. And I didn't understand that. <laughs> I did not understand. That's the funniest thing to me. I can see it now them being like hey gavin like this isn't the time and place for like just imagine like everyone's libs. leading worship and i'm just going off on stage like, <laughs> in the background singing. you're just like a like a gospel choir and it's totally not the vibe anyways so that's amazing i even wrote some like worship songs and stuff and that was kind of like the start of writing music for me <laughs> Crazy. Anyways, so that was, you know, the beginning of, of music for me. And I just, uh, I met a lot of people along the way. My mom knows a lot of people in uh, in the music industry. And so she introduced me to some people as I got older, um, you know, as I hit like 9, 10, 11, she yeah. started introducing me to people who could eventually, you know, develop me into the artist that I wanted to be. Um, none of those people ended up really... <laughs> getting me to where I wanted to be. No, there were a few people, but mostly it was Thomas um, mm -hmm. at OC Hit Factory that really kind of like started the root of songwriting for me because yeah. I've always loved songwriting, but that was when I really was like, I actually think I could do this more so as a career. Like I love singing and I love performing, but there's something about songwriting that I love being in the studio and love yeah. creating something out of nothing yeah um and so yeah i mean it kind of all started around 10 11 when i really took it seriously um started getting little gigs here and there to play at like restaurants and stuff and then oh i remember those days of playing yeah. at like malls and yeah. stuff oh my gosh <laughs> cringy and and then fast forward a few years, I ended up getting a publishing deal. Actually, before that, I put out an EP um, that ended up uh, charting and yeah. did pretty well. And uh, so to my surprise, I just continued to to work and uh, ended up getting signed to a publishing deal, started writing music for other artists. And that's kind of where I am today. There's a lot more, but... Both of our EPs actually charted yeah, on they did. iTunes. We both got in top 10. Yes. What happened? It's crazy. I don't know <laughs> where, what happened from that point. No, we're doing great. Yeah. But yeah, new music for both of us is going to come oh, out yeah. soon. So we're excited for that. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the synopsis of how... Haley and I got into the music industry. Yes. Haley worked in live TV, the other side of the entertainment industry for yes. a bit. I got my degree and then I said, I'm going to go work for a live TV and production company. Yeah. Why and, not? And it was great. Um, okay. Next question is, what is the craziest story you two have together? Oh boy. Oh boy. I think we're I thinking think we about the same, the same yeah. The same one. We are. Um, okay. This is probably gonna have to be our last question though, because this story is a this little is gonna be long. Yeah. <laughs> um we'll condense it as much as we can though. So Okay. Okay. So the sidekick story, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So this summer, this past summer. We went to, we were down in uh, Newport Beach and we were kind of like, Gavin we and bored. I like, we, like the tarot card stuff and like tarot, astrology. Yes. Oh, tarot. Tarot cards. Tarot cards. We love reading tarot cards. We love astrology. And we were like, we're kind of at this 
like point in our lives at that time where we were like in flux about like career and life. And we were like, why don't we just like go to a psychic? Like we've always wanted to go to a psychic just to kind of see like what they have to say. Like, you know, why not? So we go and find this place called the Island Oracle. <laughs> on Balboa. On, Balbo- on Balboa Island. And we were like, let's just do it. And we happened to get there like right when she did, like she had just like ran in from a different reading and she was like, I just really feel like I should read you guys. Like I really feel like I need to, I need to There was talk a lot of messages guys. coming through. Yeah. She was like, and at first we were like, okay. But then we were like, she probably really does because yeah. there's a lot going on right now. And she was like, uh, okay, let's, let's sit outside. So we sat outside on a park bench outside of the Island Oracle. And that's when the reading began. She looks at me and she goes, I have really pressing stuff for you. And I know that I I feel it already coming through because you're a more spiritual person and you're very spiritually connected. And me and Gavin look at each other and we're like, yep, (laughs) I, I totally agree with her. And so she kind of started with me and was like... She started with you because she oh, also said... She there was, was like a lot for there you. There was too much for me. And she also needed, like, I guess needed some time yeah, for it all she to was come like, through. Because there was just so much going on. My reading... So Haley's reading was maybe about 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. We ended up staying until 10 o'clock that night. Yep. We literally stayed for four hours because... She had so much to tell us. And but she was like, I'm not going to charge you for this. This is just something you guys need like needed to, hear. to hear. And this is this and is the energy coming through. This is whatever. And so it was Boy, insane. did we need to hear it. Are you ready? Are you guys ready? Okay. So for me, I had just like closed a chapter in my life and was moving on, which is partly why we wanted to go to the psychic just to see like if anything was coming up. And The first thing she said to me, she sat me down and she uh, was like, so you just closed a really big chapter of your life and you're, thank God, because it was time for you to go and it was time for you to move on. It wasn't serving you. It was really toxic. And now you're starting a brand new thing. And I see, I see a chapter closing and I see a new one opening and it's very good for you. Like great things are coming. And I had just left my job the day before, like, yeah, the day, yeah, the, day the day before that. Before, and then you were also, you didn't know you were going to move out oh, of L.A. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. So I was still living in L.A. and I didn't know if I was going to move or stay or whatever. And she was like, you're, you know, in flux right now. You're in between decisions. But you just thank God you just closed this last chapter. I just see it being so hard on you. And so um, toxic and everything. And now now you're on a new journey. And spot on because I had just, you know, left my job and everything like that. And then, and then she told me, she's like, there's someone here that would do anything for you that like worships the ground you walk on. And, um, at first I was like, well, it was, so she pulled tarot cards and basically the tarot cards were saying that there was a figure in her life that basically worshiped the ground that she walked on would do anything for her and um, she said that that person has been around for multiple lives. lives. And we kind of asked, we were, we were like, is it Gavin? And she was like, yeah, you 100%. guys were soulmates in a different life. And she actually said that we were like supposed to like die together. Yeah. It was very in crazy. In a car accident. In a something. car accident. She said we were supposed, ugh, I don't know. I, I believe it. We're shitty drivers. <laughs> <laughs> but she told me we were soulmates in a different life and we've been together for a very long time. And I, I honestly wasn't surprised by that. <laughs> for sure. I mean, it makes sense just like the way that we connected and it was just an instant like. Meant to be. Yeah. Um, And then she mentioned something about 
our careers. And that was the craziest part. So we'll get to that after Gavin says what she read for him. For sure. I feel like, was there anything else though for you that she said that was like notable? Cause she said something about like a contract and signing a contract and money or something. She did. Yeah. She said you were going to come into a lot of money soon. Well, it's still fucking still waiting for that. that. <laughs> so come through. That's funny. Um, but yeah. for you, it Mine went crazy. was insane. I mean, I have just a lot, I feel like a lot of energy surrounding me. Um, to, I guess, put it in perspective, we ended up talking again until about 10 p.m. that night, but then we kept in contact with her after as well. Um, and that's when we found out some more information about kind of like things that she was picking up when we were there, but she wasn't quite sure what exactly it was and what it meant and so she needed to meditate on it and kind of think about it and so that's kind of what uh what was our why we were supposed to be together right now and be working together um in our careers because she kept saying something about like you guys need to be working together yeah we were thinking like music oh writing songs together together, and whatever you know all that and then you know eventually she said something very crazy but anyways before that the first thing she picked up i think for me she pulled a bunch of tarot cards basically was just saying like i was in um kind of a transition phase again uh but the first word she said with you was famous yeah she was like i i I see oh and she pulled music for both of us yeah she said music famous public recognition yeah she said and said you two need to work together she she said that you know she sees us in the public eye and you know being very successful for what we do and in my mind i'm thinking like okay yeah like music I'll yeah get there like one well day. we're gonna put she out also music said, she just said that i have like a very um you know like what's the word she compared me to like the gandhi in some way she said something about how like my words were going to be very impactful impactful and that i would leave a very uh like i would leave leave a mark on the music industry and i would change the way that the music industry i don't know it was crazy i mean like obviously you're sitting there and you're you're hearing these words and like that's all i've ever wanted in my life so i'm just thinking like there's just no way that can be real but to have somebody like validate so many things that were true before her saying that and then kind of bringing up like you know you've been working in in the entertainment industry for so long you've been struggling with mental health you've been this you've been that um she nailed everything everything but she also said a bunch of predictions that we were like okay that's crazy that's not like we had no idea what it meant we Mm -hmm. were like um okay whatever and so but a couple weeks later after that she you know after her saying like i would be working in the mental health field as far as like you know like working more doing more charitable work in the mental health world i guess and like i've 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 been a part of a lot of foundations and everything for mental health. Just that's my part of, you know, giving back to how much help I've received over the years, I guess. Um, but basically, after this whole conversation, a couple of weeks later, I get this text from a pretty big mental health association and it didn't end up working out, but it was just this this offer to be part of like this ambassador program. And I feel like it was just crazy because like that's probably what she saw. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing that came true. Uh, another thing that she predicted about, um, she also just said I had come out of like a, a relationship. She pulled two cards that were like two males in a relationship and like one was very different from the other and just basically got everything spot on like it was insane how much she was able to pick up on and then one last thing that she was able to pick up on which was a couple weeks after our actual reading uh because we kept in contact via text she actually called me and said she was uh doing a reading and she kept getting this like knocking 
sound on her head is how she described it. It was like somebody from the spirit world trying to get in contact with her. Um, and I had just lost a friend um, from an overdose. And he, it was maybe a couple months after he had passed away. Um, she was able to pick up his energy and basically he was coming through and she felt like she had to tell you that someone was like trying to get her attention yeah. and that it had to do well, with and you. She, she called me and basically said, I have so-and-so said his name here with me right now. And it was the first name that she said. And it, that was the person who had passed away. And it was just crazy because I kept seeing all these signs like, Whenever I see doves, I don't know, but for me, it's a very spiritual thing. Um, they follow me whenever either I lose somebody or I'm like going through a hard time. It's just like a very spiritual connection for me. I don't know. It's weird. But there were doves. There was a dove nest at the Airbnb I was staying in. This was in Joshua Tree at the time. And there were dove nests at each Airbnb I stayed at because I stayed at a couple. And it was just like this weird sign. I almost kind of felt like he was there with me. And she validated that. She was like, I see a bird. I and see. She specifically said, what was the one thing she said about him? That Yeah, it was, it was something that. She said basic she said something that described his personality to a T and that was kind of something that really validated that that was him. It was something that she wouldn't have known, um something that you know our friends would make fun of him for like an inside joke and so that was just insane. I think it's so amazing like the abilities that she has um there were so many things i i feel like we should we should continue this story in another episode because like there's just so much to talk about yeah but the but one thing that really stuck with us she called me after meditating on this uh yeah. connection between Haley and i and she said i see a purple background and you guys on there's a stage. someone like on the stage or like center stage in it and then there's a heartbeat like rhythm associated with it and we both were kind of like okay well we're we'll keep our eyes peeled about it yeah but I, that makes no sense to us and then at this time the podcast was not even we hadn't even thought about it like <laughs> we were so concerned about career being in entertainment and music that that's all we thought about we were like oh maybe the purple will be like the cover of your next single or like or like her background on tour or something yeah that's where i was something thinking. like because she said stage and then then literally six months later me and gavin are like let's just do a podcast like we really have always wanted to do it let's just do it and we hadn't even thought about it until that moment when we were like let's just do it we have people lined up that can do it and we know how to do it let's just do it so as we're going to like pick the platforms that we're going to put it out on i look at the podcast app and it's quite literally a purple background with a white like outline of a person in the middle like center stage and then there's there's like heartbeat rhythms around it coming yeah. out. So look at the podcast app and it's literally like that's a heartbeat rhythm around yeah. a person that's center stage on a purple background. And the other thing she said too was like what she saw within that was us connecting with people through our words. Exactly. And so and why we needed to work together to connect with people through the, like what we say and do. Yeah. And it all, all came together. I was like, she's not crazy i guess <laughs> she's like, not she, crazy. she that's nuts that that's what she picked up on because we had no idea that we would start a podcast that wasn't even on our radar but everything that she said career-wise completely matched it yeah. was so weird so nuts. and we stayed there for four hours she didn't even charge us because she was just like i needed to tell you guys like i know i know that i needed to to talk to you guys i felt a spiritual connection whatever and then everything she said ended up coming it true did, honestly uh, minus a couple of things which i hope they don't come true because there's a couple really crazy things she said that were gonna happen and i just but i also hope this money thing happens right. for me <laughs> <laughs> hey you know you never know getting that stimulus check oh me true <laughs> maybe that's that maybe it. <laughs> 
Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's show. Um, we had so much fun just talking about us. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you guys learned a little bit more about us and our journey. And we love doing this um, for you guys. And thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in every month. We're going to get better at answering questions with short answers <laughs> and not filling up the whole show. But But if you made it this far... Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) And don't forget, next month, we're going to have a brand new episode for you with a guest. We could tell you now who that guest would be, but I would just kill the surprise. But we'll tell you as it gets closer, but we're really excited about it. And that's Gavin and Haley signing off (laughs) with this week's episode of And That's That on That. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next month. Thank you, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.